while every shelter pet is unique. Some love a good game of fetch. Others would rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. If you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Bus driving is drunk driving. And if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. When you spot your bus warning sign, call a cab, car, or friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA. Pronounced NHTSA and the ad cancel. Every day we have the ability and opportunity to create a more accepting world by actively coming together and living inclusively. Even small acts of inclusion can have a big impact on making others feel loved and accepted. Learn how you can come together at lovehasnolabels.com Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome to Open Your Ears with Bitch Better Have My Own Money, William Armour. I couldn't sleep thinking about this shit. Like, I do a good deed, lend $800 out, say he says he'll pay me back. Filed several forms of paperwork because he's not coming to court dates when I finally decide I'm going to send him to court. When he finally does decide to show up after being served, it was so hard to serve him. Oh, my God. So what happened is my friend Jesse was supposed to serve him. He went open the door. I had to have my neighbor knock on the door because he owes so much backup rent. He opened the door. He opened it lightly like he peeked out. She had to fucking throw the paperwork in his door. Couldn't even respectfully give him to him in his hand because he was ducking the fuck out of me. So I lent William Armour $800 fucking dollars. I'm not a baller. I'm not poor, but it's not $20. It's not $5. It's not $10. Hell, it's not $50. It was not a gift. We signed a promissory note. We signed an agreement. I allowed this gentleman to choose the date in which he wanted to begin paying me in payments. He did not say anything once that date came. He waited until I said something first to tell me he didn't have it. So, what happened is, I was so angry, I saw him outside. 
I said, hey, uh, Billy. I don't call him William. I said, hey, Billy. Um, when do you think you'll have my fucking, you know, my money? <laughs> I wanted to say that. He tried to ignore me because I asked him in front of somebody. I had to get loud. When the fuck are you going to give me my fucking money? I need my shit. Of course I'm not going to threaten him. I don't know if he's recording me. You know, I'm smart. I can still talk my shit. Fast forward. Go to court. After so many times that he did not come. He got that paperwork. When my neighbor threw it in the door. He came to the hearing. We went to a mediator. He told him he had to. He didn't think he had to pay me all that because he did these favors for me, giving me rides. I always paid this gentleman. This gentleman is money hungry. This gentleman does not go for one cent on a soda from his door, a beer, a cigarette from anybody. This gentleman will kick his friends out if they don't have money for his needs. I didn't know this before, guys. Of course... I would have taken a different turn. I would have not even given him the money. Maybe I was vulnerable, naive, and dumb. Because I've been through that before. With my aunts. My aunt Lynette. I gave her money for an apartment that I was supposed to move in. On. Didn't move in. Because I wanted to get from my mother's house. I wanted to escape that shit. I was, you know, a young adult. Like about 19. My grandfather passed 2010. Money is given to, from my grandmother, from my grandfather's death, to give a portion to his kids and all the grandkids. I didn't even know about it. Another aunt told me, and she approached my aunt, Lynette, and got, it was only fucking $200. Hell, but I wasn't working, so I could have used that. She told my aunt, I gave her a hundred and she told me I can keep the other hundred. What? Huh? I was dirt broke. I know I ain't say no shit like that. I'm nice, but god damn. So anyway, those experiences, even living in a foster home under my Aunt Candy, who's a pastor <laughs> now, well, you know, let me keep that to myself. I lent her so much money. While knowing that she was getting some money from the government on my behalf as her foster child. I was getting so much backup social security from my dad. She was doing book signings, writing books and shit. Utilizing my money. Still hasn't paid me back either to this day. <coughs> so... Still decide to think long and hard because Billy, mind you, <coughs> he asked me weeks prior, like months prior to me deciding, okay, no problem. And I said, Billy, you know, I've been through this before with my family. I'm a little skeptical. That's why it's taking me long and hard before making a decision to do it. My family encouraged me, you know. I don't really have money. But I'll do it. I had that conversation though, you guys. I had gave him a pep talk. That shit went one end out the other. He just wanted to get what he can get. He just wanted me to say, okay, here you go, here's in your hand. 
give them the money in intervals. So every two weeks, about weekly, I was getting paid. I was working at Whole Foods. Give him the money. Say he need to get it for an engine on a truck that he purchased. Show me the car. Yeah, this is the truck I got right here. It's at the junkyard. It's in the parking lot. It's waiting. I got to get this engine. Mind you, I'm sure he needed an additional financing for the engine. He got 800 from me, though. I don't care about the cost. I'm, I'm only concerned with me needing to get stuff for my baby's birthday coming up and Christmas and Thanksgiving. And then eventually losing a job and not knowing, you know, what was going to happen for Thanksgiving, Christmas, stuff like that. Um, I wound up getting another job, but I was going from job to job, so I wasn't really financially stable. And I had lent this gentleman money, and he had not started beginning his payments from the date that he put on a promissory note. And that's why I kirked out on his ass. And so, as I said, or I don't remember, it was so difficult serving him. So difficult. Of course, the courts tried their way, sent a letter in the mail. He tell he I, he don't come to no court days. He tell me he ain't get the mail. Sending this shit back to the mail lady. I even will run and check to make sure the mail lady was putting that shit in his mailbox. Um, my friend tried to serve him. He wore blue. He Billy blue. That nigga wear the gentleman wears blue a lot. <laughs> Trying to get better with my language. So what I had to do was, one guy was trying to buy cigarettes from him. He told the guy he had that. He was like, really? You want to look out for me? Then I had my mother. He opened the door for her, but he told her she didn't have any. So the neighbor in the hall plays the role of a secretary. So she knows everyone's business financially when it comes to paying rent in the building. So her goddaughter was there. She don't care for him. She was happy to do it. She knocked on the door. He know he's 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 thousands of dollars, and somehow he is not evicted. But he's so behind, and he gets money probably from the police force because he was in the police from the military. He got PTSD. He get disability. He gets child support for his daughter that he take care of his youngest child. The girl threw the paper in, guys, when he opened the door. Cause I told her I said he not gonna open the door all the way. Because two people just, three people just tried. So he opened the door wide enough for her. She slid, the, she threw the paper in. He got the paper. He was served. Um, the hearing comes. They tell us we need to go to mediation. He tells the man he don't need to pay me because he did favors for me. Like I said, I bought soldiers from him even when he was on me. I bought, I paid my way if I needed him to give me a ride. So, fast forward, we have a conversation at the parking lot. And I'm like, hey, Billy, it's a little weird and awkward for me knowing that I spoke to you every day and that we in this situation that we're not speaking to one another. To me, it's weird, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to be in that space with you. And he agreed. And we talked it out. And we started hanging out together again. 
um, after I put him on the spot, though, he gave my neighbor across the hall 100 gold dollars to give to me. I was pissed off. I'm like, this nigga gave me 100 gold dollars. My neighbor's like, yeah, he had a little piggy bank with pennies and quarters and stuff, so he took all the gold ones out. He was like, he ain't trying to hurt you. He ain't trying to, you know, work you. He ain't trying to use you. Anyway, let me fast forward again. Go to trial this time. Prior to that, like a month or two ahead of time. He said, uh, I'm not going to hear nothing else about this, am I? I'm like, no. Because everybody in the neighborhood know now. From that time, I kicked out on his ass. I thought long and hard. I said, when, um, do you think you can start giving me more than 50? Um... That's what he did after the gold dollars, the $100 in gold dollars. He gave me $50 one time. And then maybe two or three months down the line, he gave me an additional $50, totaling $200. So I said, do you think you can give me a little bit more than 50 Because I'm in my head like, this shit going to take years if he giving me 50 here and there. So he basically back at square one, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, I'm still behind. I did not know I, this was going to happen. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And that's when he said, are we, gonna be in, are we still good and good standing? And I said, like I said to you guys, I said, fuck that. Like three months then went by, he ain't give me another $50 payment. He ain't trying to give me more. He ain't trying to give me shit. He buy his beers, he smoke, he buy all this good ass pork. He barbecuing and smoking meats. He driving that truck with the engine in it. I just feel so disrespected. He's purchasing new items, new headphones, new shoes, new this, new that. I just feel disrespected. I went to trial. I'm like, okay, what's the next step? How am I get my money back? they like, you got to find out where he works, where he banks, so his checks can be garnished. That neighbor who he used as a third party, who we both at this point, because the neighbor knew the situation eventually, to give me the gold coins, he told me where he banks. So I found the process server website, called them, talked to them, Paid their ass 75 fucking dollars. They serve the bank. The bank um, got the affidavit from them. They sent me one. Sent the bank sent the court uh, affidavit. Went to check. The court already had it. I just received a fucking voicemail this fucking month. And I mean, God, every, you know, I'm excited and fuck, you know, call the people. The lady going off work, she said. December 2nd, I speak to her. She said he only has $3.12 in his account. He hasn't made any deposits in several months. We had to send him a notification of garnishment for his, for his reasoning. He has to know we had to send it to him. I got word that he was going to try to close that account. 
but the the bank froze it <coughs> because they knew that I was owed and that they were served. So the gentleman, as I mentioned earlier, he said, um, "Yeah, Billy uh, was like, I wonder how the hell she found out where I bank at." And the gentleman was like, "That was like Richard Pryor and Fred Sanford in the, in the heaven." Making the funniest joke I ever heard. He said, I cried laughing. I couldn't help myself. I was laughing like shit. He said, damn. I'm just glad she ain't find out where the other two banks at. So now, I'm here, you guys. Can't sleep. Just thinking about it. Because now I got to play Inspector Gadget. It's going to cost me more trying to get a lousy $600 back. According to the the legal aid, the legal shield that I spoke with, the consultant. And, um, I just want to know how you guys would approach the situation. If it were you, please leave me a voice message. Any new podcasters or anyone who would like to do a segment episode. My next episode, you guys look forward to it. It will be called 2020 Visions. I'm going to talk about visions and goals. Feel free to please check out my website. I'm still working on it. As I always say, I'm a work in progress. Openyourears.com. Also, check me out on Spotify as well as here on Anchor. Please feel free to give me any suggestions or advice about podcasting, how to get sponsorships if there's anyone here that are successfully podcasting and thank you guys for listening to open your ears